Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing this week? Ryan, we say a very, very somber farewell to Ray Mother and Leota with another happy death day. And we've got another douche of the week. And for the first time in this show's history, it's personal. Wow. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week I am going to be talking about theme parks and school shootings. So real mixed bag. Let's get into it. Tyler, can you think of a movie that has just ruined an experience for you? Or not even ruined an experience, just whenever you're in a certain time, this thought from a movie comes up and it makes you, I, I have three or, or four that make me, I guess, scared would be the right way to put it. And I think I'm using kind of classic ones. Do, oh, do you mean like a horror scene or do you mean like a gory scene? Or? Well, okay. Because I saw Saw 3 once and this chick got her ribs ripped out oh. by chains. That one I think back to and go, why did I subject myself to that? See, Saw is perfect because now whenever I want to dive into a pit of syringes, mm. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, Maybe so, I shouldn't do this. So it's a PSA for your ASS. Right. Yeah. That, that gotcha. key behind my eyeball, I'm just going to leave it now. Mm. Thanks a lot, Saul. Yeah, but what happens when that reverse bear trap opens up and splits your head open like you gotta, a watermelon at a You got to disengage it and just wear it ironically. You know what I mean? <laughs> you wear it with the right clothes and people are like, this guy gets it, man. Fashion. Yeah, exactly. High fashion. <laughs> now, I, I'll, I'll give one that I think a lot of old people understand. Uh, Jaws. Okay. Going never never in, seen it. Go, yeah, you're not missing anything. Yeah. They need a bigger boat. You pretty much know everything you need. Uh, going into the water, if you've ever watched Jaws, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, ah. it, it, it really sparked sure. fear in people. And it really uh, did not do sharks any sort of service. You no. know what I mean? Much like bats, a wildly misunderstood animal. Very much so. Unlike Can't that- get cancer, Tyler. Uh, that's not true. Unlike what? bats, yeah, that's false. Really? Unlike bats, they're very, they're much easier to catch. Bats can fly away. Sharks are being killed yep. by the millions. You want a shark? I'll get you a shark. I got a guy. You need a guy? I, I got a guy. Or a bat, whatever. <laughs> I got a guy in Wuhan. I can have this here for you in no time. I, I'm okay. Too I'm bad. Tyler's <laughs> in transit, okay? Um, psycho. Psycho. Uh, also I, another movie that I've never seen. Really? Yeah. Is Check that, it out. That's the one with the shower scene, right? Uh, it, <laughs> correct. So for a lot of people getting into a shower and pulling the curtain closed, I will admit that still to this day, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because of Psycho. I'm just a pussy, man. I, I My well, mind plays tricks on me, always has. You've always been scared of a person being behind the bathroom curtain. I'm afraid <laughs> of just, you know, and we always joke about it on the show. But I'm so afraid of everything. I, I have just such an active mind. But not monsters or goblins Never. or any of that. Just, Never. just people. Our mom. Just people. She was always afraid of her deepest fear when she was growing up as a child was the mummy. The, oh, I thought it was the Wolfman. The Wolfman, but well, even more than the yeah. Wolfman, the Mummy, oh, wow. which is the most pathetic monster that I've ever fucking seen. He's already tied up. He's All you made do is of make ashes, a dude. Are you kidding me? Just sneeze. Just sneeze and you can get out of or the room. Or start a bonfire. He's not going to want to come near that. No, no, because he hates hippies and people singing with acoustic guitars. But here's- I got to roll this joint somehow. <laughs> can I borrow a little bit of your paper? 
But here's the thing. I've never heard of a mummy killing someone. Flip on CNN. I'll tell you about a person killing another person up, down, left, right, and sideways, man. Yeah, but that's that's the whole thing is that we see that everywhere. When I go to a movie, when I read a book, I want something that I can't get everywhere else. You want poop on the street? Go to San Francisco. I do want poop that on the street. That doesn't shock me anymore. You wow. got to give me the goods. A human poop as you're walking down the street. Maybe as- that was a bad example. I was going to say, <laughs> look, I understand. And if you want to go check it out, we've already done this on the show. San Francisco is riddled. With human poop. With feces. And, and I do understand that that is probably less shocking there. If I say human poop, I'm going to be thrown off at least for the final day. Sure. Yeah, but, yeah. That's something I cross the street for. I mean, I'm going to be thrown off for at least that whole day. To get away from it. Exactly right. Yeah. Now, yeah. not to get to it. The reason I said the final day is because this is one, one we're, this is something we're going to be talking about on today's show. I, while driving to a theme park with my son this week, I'm behind the semi that's carrying poles or carrying logs or whatever final destination. Mm-hmm. You can't help but think about, you know, it's we're yelling timber and it just goes through your, are you familiar with Kesha? Nah, well, no, I know the song. I just don't think that that was the song playing during Pitbull? the movie. Really? When, when the log, I, I believe went through the windshield and killed the person. Really? Yes. Wow. Really. I feel like they missed a real opportunity there. This is why I should direct all major motion pictures. Don't you think it would take away from the suspense a little bit if Kesha and Pitbull were screaming in the background? But kind of like Quentin Tarantino stuck in the middle with you in the middle of a gory gunfight, mm-hmm. it's the sweet and the sour. It's the yin and the yang. What do I know? You have a, you know, like a branch going through somebody's heart and yelling timba. It's subtle. It's ironic. Very subtle. Yeah, very subtle. So yeah. you can't think of anything like that? A movie? You're a movie guy that has changed your experience of life? Our cousin, who is much older than I, way, is way older. Much don't do that to her. Mm-hmm. Is mu- is very evil in that she used to babysit us when we were kids, and and she would show us horror movies. Yes, would call us into the room during the scariest part sure. of movies so we could see it. Sure. Event Horizon. Yep. Guess what, Ryan? This guy never going into space. <laughs> really? Never going into space. You can't make me. Wow. Nope. That is unfortunate. That really nope. limits what we can do. With this show. When thanks, they say thanks a lot, Holly. When they say sky's the limit, they're talking about me because I'm not going past it. I understand. She showed me the Lost Boys, and now I cannot eat a bowl of maggots without thinking like <laughs> this is probably gonna end poorly. And I guess the final one that I have is now because of misery, I can never put one of those wooden blocks in between my ankles without thinking like, hey, this could go sideways. Oh, yeah. Just swinging a sledgehammer sure. to and fro. I'm thinking, well, there goes my ankles. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And speaking of sideways, I can't drink a bottle of Merlot anymore, <laughs> which I should probably use for this show. Probably. So let's do it. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Welcome back to the show, Haitian Army, and to my left, my daughter from another father, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, what's going on, brother? Uh, nothing, buddy. I don't even know how to respond to that. Your daughter from another father. Here's, here's the thing. Okay. Everybody is aware of my brother from another mother. Everybody uses it. It's it's way overdone. Mm-hmm. I don't even care for it, if sure. I'm going to be honest. Sure. I feel like we could make something go viral 
that kind of points back to us. What do you think about my daughter from another father? Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> well, uh, I've been asked that question before. Yeah. Good question. Oh, um, you, you've, you've field tested this of course, already. Tell oh, it, tell it. Okay. I know it sounds like I just come on the show and say whatever comes off the top of me. Dome. Yeah. Uh, but no, if you say my daughter from another father, uh-huh. it doesn't rhyme. So you have to, it's a bit of a stretch. Artistic Sh- license. Sure. My daughter from another father. Try it. I know it sounds weird, but try saying it. <laughs> my daughter from another father. No, no, no. No, it my, doesn't work. No, my daughter from another father. My daughter from another father. There, there it is. That's, it's fun to say, but I just feel goofy saying Copyright, it. Copyright, trademark, 2022. Those guys you hate, we mailed it to ourselves. I feel like if I was in Transylvania, that would sound appropriate. <laughs> my daughter from another's father will suck your blood. Very good. Okay, we're done playing around. Serious okay. show today, Tyler. Serious show. We're I, serious people with I, serious thoughts. I disagree. I've got a grudge that I'm going to be... As I mentioned earlier in the show. Well, this is- this I've is, got a grudge. This is mostly uh, an audio medium. And what you guys can't see because you're listening to us over your phone is Tyler has his fists clenched tightly right now because he is holding a grudge. Well, it's just, well, we'll get into it in Douche of the Week, but what kind of monster am I dealing with? I've got a good Douche of the Week too. And I also am holding on to some stuff because good. my son uh, this week- made me go to a theme park. He made me. He I made you. Yeah. I mean, spending time with your children, I think is overrated. Uh, and when was the last time that you have spent a significant amount of time in a theme park? It's expensive, Tyler. Oh yeah. Not for me. Cause I, the last time I went, I was much younger and I'm not spending money. On sure. That. Sure. It's been years. Uh, I have much the way that my life works. I have some observations. It is a world unto itself. And I would like to get into some of that. And also, I would like to go a little bit deeper this week, and I would like to talk about school shootings. Tyler, you heard of them? I have. Yes. Yeah, yeah they're they're um, unfortunately all the rage these days, yeah. Ryan. Yep, spree killers is where it's at. Yeah. And we've talked about it on this show uh, many times. Many a time. This week, it's a little bit different because of everything that's going on, and school shootings seems to have branched out. It's not just kids anymore much like tiktok adults are getting into it yeah. i mean it's just it's it's a crazy time yeah they've people have realized that if you want to make the biggest amount of noise you go for the most vulnerable so here we are uh yeah and it's uh the, the world is a is a scary place and we're in a weird place but let's start with some fun first weird segue yeah i mean this is a comedy show most of the time so uh, my daughter from another father. Let's talk a little bit about theme parks. Now, I don't want to talk about rides. I don't really want. I, I mean, except for I, I did a lot of roller coasters, Tyler, this mm-hmm. this this weekend mm-hmm. because I wanted my son to think I was cool and young and hip. Yeah. Why did you bring up the school shooting? Because we're going to be talking about it a little. Ah, bit. Pre- excuse me. I appreciate you doing all this clerical work here at the top. I excuse me. Would you still go on a roller coaster, Tyler? Absolutely. I, I actually did not get into roller coasters until I was in like my 20s. I hated them. Why? When I was younger. Just uh, a sense of foreboding? Yeah, they were just scary for me. And then and then I tried one when I was in like fifth grade. Hated it. Really? Uh, hated it. Do you remember it. which one it was? Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Mont 2 at Bush Gardens, I think it was. They actually built a new one. Oh, really? Yeah, Mont 3. 
Uh, I think that Fuck it is. You. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! You're being so genuine. I'm like, I gotta stop. I was this. like, really, really? That's incredible. Yeah, I went on it, cried the whole way in front of my fifth grade class. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 fifth grade teacher had to hold my hand as we were going through the whole thing. And then I tried another one in eighth grade. Formulative yeah. years of a young Tyler Menendez. Yeah, yeah I was a very fearful so wait a child. Okay, and I don't want to get stuck here, but I do. Yes, you do. Uh huh. So you cry, so you cried the whole way, which is, was it just the adrenaline? Yeah, it was adrenaline. And then I was sitting in and then I remember thinking like, okay, I got this. I got this. I got this. And then the shoulder straps come down. I don't get this. <laughs> and you're locked in and I start doing, okay, let me off. Let me off. Really? Let me off. Panic. Oh, yeah. oh, Pure yeah. panic. Pure panic. And fifth grade is such a time where you want to be tough. Like even as you get into- Not me, right? No. Well, I'm sure at that time you still wanted to be tough. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me. Oh, really? Nah, I was a, I was a very delicate child. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, remember, I, I remember my fifth grade teacher as we're doing it, he's trying to like explain to me how not scary it is as we're on it. So we're flying through the air at 70 miles per hour. I am bawling my eyes out and he's going, it's okay. You can open your eyes and look. Wasn't having it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I always did? I have a very similar story, but uh, it diverges in the middle mm. where I went to the Kumba. I don't know uh, if anybody. Yes. Kumba. Yes. Uh, at Bush Gardens as uh -huh. well with my class. And I waited online all the while thinking I can't go on this roller coaster. Mm -hmm. I'm terrified. Mm -hmm. When I got there, I said, I can't look like a pussy in front of my friends, went on it and have loved it ever since. Ah, Got yes. over my fear. Didn't cry. Did not cry. Ah, you're not doing it right. Uh, no, and forgive me. I, I hope I get a chance to to fix that somewhere in the, in the future. Mm -mm. But the way that I always calm myself is with the data and with the statistics of thousands of people have been on this today and they've all walked away. What are the chances of this happening to me? The adrenaline was so high, I was not thinking of numbers, right? And then I saw Final Destination. I, I do try to soothe myself with numbers <laughs> in a lot of, in, I swear to you, in a lot of different instances, I try to soothe myself with data and statistics, sure, which is it's, very strange. It's a, no, it's not. It's a very common practice. Is the, it? Way, the way people will- Why am I not special? <laughs> I thought I was just saying something so smart right there. People will multiply in their minds to keep their focus on the numbers themselves. Yeah. I, 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 I go over baseball statistics and multiplication tables so I don't come too early. See, well, you had me until <laughs> that very last part. <laughs> Ty Cobb, batting average 286. So, um, you know, you know something very, very quickly before I move on to what I actually want to talk about, what I've noticed as a theme in all of these rides, because they're trying to tell you a story. They're trying to trick your senses. They're trying to trigger those things that make you feel afraid. Mm -hmm. And the key plot line to almost every single one of these stories is somebody has escaped and they've done something bad to this ride. And you are now in the middle of it and it has gotten out of control. Mm. Sorry that you're here. That's honestly, that is the story to every ride in every park. Oh, I think of the guy who um, I think dropped his hat and then went past all the signs to get said hat and like got his head caved in by uh, somebody's foot who, who you're not supposed to go past the signs that say, hey, don't go over Tyler, here. Tyler, I'm not talking about the warnings they give you to not stick your hand out of the of a moving car. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the plot line to the story. If you go to Jurassic Park, mm -hmm. the velociraptors have gotten out. Yeah. And Chris Pratt is like, you know, trying to avoid you. But sure. I just want to say hi. I don't want an autograph, but I just want to tell you that I love your work. Give me that hiney one squeeze, Pratt. <laughs> Get over here. From the front. <laughs> but uh, so nonetheless, I digress. There are 
are some things that I noticed at the theme park that are not ride related, that are not tired crying in the fifth grade that I'm sure led to a lot of torment there. I thought that was all amusement parks. Sure. Sure. Um, I noticed some things about society, Tyler. I noticed a huge uptick in certain things, you know, because you see such a large swath of people when you're at a theme park. It's not just people from Miami. It's people from everywhere. Some great people watching. Absolutely. In in theme parks. And I would like to go through some of them real quick. Okay. Is this just you rattling off a list of judgments you have of people in a theme park? I guess it is a judgment that there is an uptick in these things. Mm Mm-hmm. Things that are popular right now that have not been, but not things that I don't think are good. As a matter of fact, I do have judgments on them, but we will get to that as we go on. Hooray! Um, I'm going to make the first one a twofer. Okay. Septum piercings and thigh tattoos. Mm. Having a moment in the sun. Very, very pop. I mean, popular with people, especially septum piercings, that you would not think to have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from that being quote unquote, like normal people. And I mean that in the least pejorative way possible, Mm -hmm. a woman dressed like a standard, you know, 20 something septum piercing, very popular right now. Yeah. Yeah, sure. A lot of the different haircuts where you shave one side down is popular. The people are RJ called that a wolf cut. I don't know what that is, but Mm. he said a wolf cut is very popular right now. I've never heard of that, but I will say that, uh, yeah, people are finding it easier than ever to express themselves and not feel judged. And my judgment on that as is probably a theme of all these things mm. good on you oh yeah i think that's great also gay couples tyler Ugh. having a moment in the sun tyler's gay that's why he's doing that hateful joke Ugh. yeah uh having a moment in the sun i saw a lot of gay couples my judgment on that good on you keep it inside you weirdos i bet they do Ew. uh and finally tyler You know what I saw a huge uptick in, and I'll tell you before we even get into it, what I thought was awesome. Mm. Heavy set people. Is that how you say it now? Plus sized? What's the right or the appropriate way to say it? Fat. Nope. Tyler's also fat. That's why he's allowed to say this. (laughs) No, I'm not. I I used to be. Okay. Well, you heard how he reacted. So you can tell he's got some insecurity. Well, just because I don't have the weight doesn't mean that I don't still have the insecurity from it. You're not fat at all, Tyler. I was just kidding. Just my insecurity that's fat. He's struggled with it. That's why he's making the joke. I would not make that joke. Heavy set or plus size people, I'm genuinely trying to say it in the right way, in crop tops, in clothing Mm -hmm. that is showing off more skin than what you are accustomed to seeing. Sure. And to that, I say, good on you, bro. That is awesome. As somebody who spent all of their life in a gym and trying to stay true to what is considered to be the upper echelons of socially acceptable, I think that's awesome seeing somebody who loves their body and seeing somebody who doesn't conform to just social standards and seems to really feel that way. I I, I think that that's awesome and, and envious. One step at a time. Good on you. Everybody. Thank you, Lizzo. Everybody who expresses yourself. You know Lizzo? The artist, the singer? Sure. Yeah, she's good. I like her. Very popular. Uh, I, at least I know she was at one, one time. And really, uh, that that's what it was all about. She was a, a plus size woman. Mm-hmm. And she uh, she was very comfortable in that. Yeah. Man, good for you, Lizzo. Uh, I thought that was... There's going to be a mean punchline there, but nope. she, yeah, you actually nope. just said it. I, I like it. I just well. like to say the name. I mean Lizzo. it, man. And I'm telling you, and, and I, I think a lot of people who would see me or somebody like me would think that, you know, you look down on it or whatever. Maybe they wouldn't feel that way. I don't know. 
But I love that society is getting to this place, much like you said, no punchline here, of people are accepting themselves and, uh, you know, trying to hide it behind septum piercings and thigh tattoos. Let's do Depression Index. Mm. No one cares. You what don't know the Depression what do. the Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands and my septum piercing. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, you had a septum piercing. Did that hurt like a bitch? It did not. Oh, God. It did Gee, not. The, 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 getting it actually pierced barely feels like anything. Really? Yeah, you do start to tear up simply because they're pinching. It, as I said, it does not hurt at all. You know, the thing that was most painful... Showing it to dad. The thing that was most painful, <laughs> never showed it to him. I'm not insane. Uh, we just told him about it. That's so great. Um, yeah, it was uh, actually after after it, it scabs up, if it moves around at all, that, that hurts. Blah, 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 blah. That oh, hurts. Man. I had an eyebrow piercing once, got ripped out. No more piercings for eye. Tyler, EYE, how are you doing? That's two of those jokes in one like one, like three minutes and none of them were funny. And it's a thousand of those jokes in the last 10 shows. I'm afraid not. <laughs> Tyler, what do you have going on this week for your mental health? I'm sorry. I'm bad at this. Ryan, for this week's depression <laughs> index, thank you so much for that beautiful lead in. I'm good. I am going to say, uh, acknowledge your progress. I've brought this up. No, the, I've up. Oh, well, fuck. I brought this up in the past and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to acknowledge my progress. I, for four weeks running, have been 99% done ready for the show the morning of. Usually I cram all at the end. I cram, cram, cram. For the last month, I have been crushing these episodes throughout the week. You uh, have been on quite an uptick mm -hmm. for, for for quite some time. Yes, yes. Uh, Working out in those days. I've been going to, I've gone to two amateur comedy nights so far. I'm hoping to get up on stage. I'm hoping Ryan will join me. Um, yeah, it's been a productive month. Uh, and I'm really happy for you. And as the scales of justice always do, it has totally destructed me. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am just much like a a, a philosopher of our time, Tom Petty once said, "I am free falling and uh, running down a dream." Last dance with Mary Jane, whatever the situation is, mm -hmm. I, I I will do anything to get out of this pit. Sure. So, um, how about surrender? Would you do that? I absolutely will not. <laughs> I will do anything for love, but I won't do that, Tyler. I don't know if that was Tom Petty though. So tell me, I think that was Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut up and let you do the rest of your depression. Advice. I'm pretty much done, thank God. Yeah. I just remember to acknowledge your progress. It's so easy to beat yourself up. It but, is, but remember to be like. Hey, and it doesn't have to be anything that big or gargantuan. It could just be, hey, man, I fucking got out of bed and I folded some clothes. That's a victory. And and put pat yourself on the back. Well, and and when you start doing better, you're now grading yourself on the scale mm. of doing better. Yep. So what would have been a Herculean feat a month ago is now your Tuesday and you're just accustomed to it. Well said. And much like somebody who I love very deeply always says, you can't grade yourself on who you want to be, you've got to grade yourself on who you were. I thought it was grade yourself on how others want you to be. Well, I'm just saying, hey, I know who, when I'm finished, who I want to be. That's going to take my whole life to get there. If I'm grading myself on that scale, I will never have made progress. But if I graded on who I was five years ago, 
I am a new person and I forget that all the time. I've done some mm-hmm. really heavy lifting mm-hmm. and I forget that all the time. That that was all beautiful and really well said. I was just making the joke that you should base your personality on how others want you to be, which is actually the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Hence the, the, well, the, the, <laughs> the problem was I had already locked and loaded what I was going to say, yeah, so I, I, yeah. I didn't take in yeah, any of your information. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yep. Well, Ryan, this week I am at a four. Spin One, that wheel, man. two, three, four. Squirt. Nasty. Speaking of squirting. Okay. You have my attention. Check out my internet browser. Gay it up. Tyler, this week I am going to take something that I think would normally call out the kook alert. I am going to take something that would end up getting me one of these. That's kind of gay. And I am going to turn it into what I believe is scientific. I'm I'm gonna turn it into something I think is tangible. Let me pause so I can get this mucus out of my nose. (sighs) I swallowed it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're good, I can hear it. You're clear. clear. Okay, you're good. You made me laugh and I I, I chunked up something. I'm not, I'm not feeling 100% right No, now. you're not. I'm not. No, you're not. Physically. No, just all psychologically, around. Psychologically, spirituality. Why <laughs> would you do this to me, God? Ryan's falling apart at I the am. seams. I am. In the most negative types of ways. So, Tyler. So, when people meditate, Tyler, have you heard of meditating? That BS? The f- sure. The physical idea behind it is, if you talk to a freaking kook, We'll say for you to be able to harness the ability to move your energy, okay? When you sit down to meditate, you straighten out your backbone. There's a particular posture you're supposed to take to help your energy flow, okay? That's some hippy-dippy bullshit, Yeah, I think we're getting very close to opening your chakras. Right, exactly. Now, I don't even want to venture into that because Mm -hmm. it, it takes some you know, belief in things that can't be physically proven. Plus it's not real. And you'd have to be uh, just a total kook mm. and you'd have to be high all day long to believe in that shit. Mm. Now, not what- someone I want to be. Now, what if instead of the word energy, what if by, let's say in, in a physical sense, by sitting down and meditating twice a day, mm. you are strengthening those muscles that help keep your body erect, that, that, that keep your body in a posture that helps forget your energy flow, your blood flow, your neurons flow. You are strengthening all of these little muscles that I think in society, especially now that we're looking down at our phones all the time, we're typing on computers, we're sedentary, that these very important muscles in just the way that our body overall works Mm -hmm. have atrophied generation to generation. What about that? That's not Hippy dippy, that's not spiritual. That is almost an instruction manual to the way that your human body works. Yeah, well, throughout the ages, our cultures have shifted and with that, our need for certain things in our body, like there is still a tribe, man, I just read this yesterday, there's still a tribe today that can, that will just send three runners to go hunt. This is over in Africa and to hunt, they will send three runners out and one guy, two guys will stay behind at an even pace and the other guy will run an animal down and just keep pace with it until the animal passes out from running out of energy. And you hear that, when I first heard that, I'm like, that's that, that's a superhero power. Like human beings can't do that. We were very, very um, uh, prone to endurance back in the day. And now because of society and the, how easy things have gotten, yeah, there's lots of muscles in our bodies that we, do not use anymore. Absolutely. And um, that that kind of 
Feet is bred over generations. Mm-hmm. Not only do you pass down physical traits, yeah. you there's a generational knowledge. And I mean, when you look at the animal species that keep going forward, not only are they passing on, you know, the animals that could jump the highest or that could- The best genetics. The yeah. best genetics. They're yeah. also passing down information that they've learned that have helped them collect the resources that- S- Salmon. Somehow salmon are born and know exactly where to go, even though they've never been there before. Well, no, isn't it where they go back to where they're born? Or something like that. Yeah, but they just make this trip that is like, we don't understand, or birds migrating, where baby birds, or excuse me, birds that have never made the trip will follow the flock and all these birds know where to go. There's some kind of universal understanding there that we are just not aware of. Absolutely. And as we become less hunter and gatherers Mm -hmm. and more, I'll say it again, sedentary in our lives because so many things are taken care of for us, uh, these muscles that help our, forget energy, our blood, our electrical impulses, the things that run our body, work the best in in the way that our, our spines are set up I do believe that meditation helps these muscles grow and strengthen, and it takes all of the spirituality out of it, and I'm just talking about on a total physical sense. What do you think about that? Well, I think you took all the energy and the spirituality out of it. Now I don't want any part of it. Listen, you either go full kook or you go no kook. You don't get to just ride this little in-between wave, okay? okay? Pick a side. I am so glad that you said that. God! What if the cross in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) What if the cross in the Bible is just a metaphor for the way that the human body is supposed to be positioned? What if through all the allegory and code, Mm -hmm. it is on the most basic and fundamental level, a how-to metaphor for how to use your body? What if that could bring you this spiritual enlightenment that people talk so much about? I told you I wasn't going to go kook. I tricked you, Tyler. You lied to me. I lied to you. You lied to me. And that's what the Bible is all about, Tyler. Oh, man, I got to get into the Bible. Sure. I think that that's a beautiful thought. I think that's a very interesting thought. I think that it might hold some weight because I I totally see what you are. You you understand what I'm talking about? The same way that they do, uh, what's that called? When they cross their fingers over their shoulders and and head and penis. And it means... Am you, I going too low? You and I went to a very different <laughs> church. Uh, youth leader Garrett, I miss you. That's how Father Donahan used to show me how to pray. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I know that's full kook, and I'm not even saying that that is the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely believe, Tyler, I've been reading the Bible for a very long time. We now. know you do it outside. I haven't made it to the New Testament. <laughs> Jesus, get in here. This is boring, bro. But I do believe that there's a lot of codes and a lot of things where they're trying to tell you through allegory uh, certain things like this. And I'm I'm not saying that that's real, but it's a it's a thought that's crossed my mind. Couldn't they just write it down instead of metaphor and allegory? How about just hey, don't be an absolute shithead to each other. Milk uh, for the babies and meat for the men, Tyler. This week, I am at a six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Damn, that shit hurts, Tyler. Yeah. Damn, that shit hurts. Is it okay and if I rub my nipples as you do it? I, I know I, I wouldn't do it if you didn't. Mm. And I know that probably turns some people off hearing that. I just find it to be wildly interesting. Yep, yep. Next week, Judaism. Is the Jewish star how we're supposed to actually keep our bodies? <laughs> <laughs> he was in a car accident. I've never seen him look better. I gotta be honest. All right, Tyler, before we get into some really 
heavy matter. Let's do your happy death day. Yeah, let's do your happy death people day. People are dying, Ryan. Even yeah. even famous people are dying. Yeah, you would think that you would have a certain amount of money that could get you out of that. <laughs> you would think you could buy your way out of it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, somebody freeze my head already. Let me know when all the particular group that I hate is gone. I'm going to do it while I'm alive just to make sure that it gets done. <laughs> if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. I need to oversee this yes. project. <laughs> do my eyes last. I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ryan, it's time for another happy death day. Uh, this one is about Raymond Allen Leota. Ray Leota, Ryan. Wait a minute. Ray Liotta died? You didn't hear about this? No. He just died a couple days ago. Born in 1954. Oh, terrible. 67 years old by today's standard. A young man. Wow, still old, but not dead old. But I mean, 67. You shouldn't be dying at 67. Especially when you're very rich like that. There's a lot of true. people who die at 67. That's true. Well, those people deserved it. Ray Liotta did not. That is just a joke. Do we're they in a get, very, We're in a very tumultuous uh, Do they get a happy death day? I don't think so. With these fake people that I'm talking about? Yeah, I just... Nobody deserves death, even if you're poor. What about evil people? You, you, you got me over a barrel <laughs> here, Tyler. How did he die? That's awful. You know what? They uh, Well, I should say his role in Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas as the lead and narrator, Henry Hill, was arguably what he was most known for. And Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I was just about to say, although I prefer his work as the voice of Tommy Versetti in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Was he one of the first famous people to lend his voice to video games, which is now all the rage? Mm -hmm. It's like being in movies now. Uh, yeah, or or actors, famous actors going to TV shows where back in the day, you just that was a death of your career. Sure. Now it's huge. But I'm just saying in it, it, there are so many famous people in video games now. Oh, I, yeah. I remember thinking about him as being, oh, wow, Ray Liotta is in this? That's for crazy. Sure. For sure. And and we'll get back on to Happy Death Day just to answer your question. Uh, video games has become such a money-making business, and there's so many, literally, billions of dollars. You can hire anybody well, at this point. Well, the fact of the matter, well, it's not that you couldn't hire anybody before. It's just, I think that, much like you said with TV, celebrities didn't want to be put together with video sure, games. Sure, yeah. Now, yeah. and we've chronicled it on this show before, the, money's that, the money that comes in for video games and the money that comes in for movies, not even close. Not, not even close. Not in the same neighborhood. Mm -mm. So Ryan Ray Liotta's dead, and oh, uh, yeah. and and you asked me. He said, "How did he, how did he die?" It is according to his agent, publicist. Uh, he died in his sleep. He was actually uh, on set in his trailer, of course, sure, uh, shooting a new movie, and he they just found him in the morning. Uh, just died in his sleep. Was he sick? No, not not according okay. to his. I'm going to need that checked out. Not that, according to his family. They but the what the the sheriff's office said that there has been no foul play um, assumed. And that he just, he died peacefully. I, I'm genuinely sorry to hear that. Yeah. I, I, not that I was the world's biggest Ray Liotta fan, sure, but that's terrible. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah, awful. Yeah. So uh, having said that, Ray Liotta. Happy death day, buddy. Thank you so much for all the work you put in, all the all the years of acting and all the um, impressions you made on people across those said years. Sure. And that's uh, that's awful. I mean, yeah. Good golly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if we're just speaking on career alone, Excellent actor. Absolutely. If, if you have not seen it, go check out uh, Goodfellas, Impromptu Weekly Book Nook. Excellent movie. Fantastic, Tyler. And that is sad. And what we're about to do here is sad. I, I don't even, I can't even tell you why I feel, I, 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 I guess I just want to talk about this. And this is as good of a way as any 
So let's just go ahead and, and get into it. This is Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. He is the NBA coach for the Golden State Warriors who are sitting around waiting to see what happens in the Eastern Conference for them to play in the NBA the, Finals. The future champions of this year. That's Tyler Menendez saying that, yeah. not me. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, the, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. All right. So, um, I, I don't even, so what do you, I mean, just start there. What, what do you got? Well, to answer his question, um, are, are these people really going to sacrifice the lives of these children to hold on to their own power? And I think they have shown you time and time and time again, they're more than happy to do that. Sure. And, and like I said, my girlfriend is from Venezuela. She moved over here five years ago. And when we first started dating, she would very often say, I want to be very careful how I say this, because I think often my opinions are informed, uh, not by fact, but by feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And she asked me why I'm so distrustful of 
everything around me, including my government, including all of these stories that people have told me about how life is supposed to be and and how we protect and we care for this country and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And, and and I love this country. I, I I'll say that up front. I love this country. I wouldn't want to be born anywhere else. But very often, I feel like it's very evident if you pay the slightest amount of attention that our needs are not put first, the needs of the American people. And I think this is just one of the easiest conclusions to draw this scenario right here. Now, the thing is, to get into it, there was a shooting. Do we know the final numbers on it? 19 students dead, two teachers. And sorry to put you on the spot. No, 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 please. You know what's interesting about these school shootings is when Columbine happened. I was in high school. It was Columbine is a high school in Colorado where Kids were murdered very much like this. And what was it, 1995? Something like that? I think that? it was 99, maybe. And and that was, was that the first main shooting, school shooting in this country? School shootings have gone back a long, long oh, ways. Okay. But um, that was, I believe, the dawn of a new era. Sure. Uh, that was- It almost seems like it set it off uh, to a certain degree. I do believe that's the dawn of the, I mean, the internet- Oh yeah. And, true. and the cell phone changed true. every facet of human life, including this one. And the way that everybody has to be a celebrity these days. Absolutely. As I speak into a microphone and a camera, I, I am aware of the irony. Contact our agent if you have any questions about that. But the <laughs> fact of the matter is when Columbine first came out, that came out, when Columbine first happened, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it. I bought newspapers. Like I would go buy all three of our local newspapers. It's just for me, it was just something I was unaware of. It was something I could not get enough information about. You mean just the the psychology of it, how somebody could do this? Much like the serial killer thing, I'm so interested in it because I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Getting ready for the future. Sure. I'm cramming. So <laughs> I got a pop quiz this weekend. With this one, I can't, I just can't even, I have a, a, a child in school. Mm-hmm. I have just grown as a human being, luckily, and I can't stomach the information anymore. I know nothing about it other than what I've heard people shooting back and forth. So my question to you is this. You talked about it earlier on the show, and I know we're going super long, so I don't want to rush this conversation. But um, America, this happens in America, um, in men. And mostly white men. You have to you have to say only America. We're the only New, New Zealand had one of these public shootings recently, but yes. Well, what I what I should say is we're the only France has had a couple of these, but are, yes. We're the only developed country in the world where this continues to sure. be a problem, I should say. And not, sure. not that somebody could get a gun and, and commit mass murder anywhere, of course. But the fact that it's happened so much. Sure. You know? Now now my question to you is this. Uh, gun control, background checks, all of these things. Yes. Would that stop our problem? Would it stop it completely? Of course not. Would it stem the tide? Absolutely. Okay. And and that's not happening. Why would the Senate or House of Representatives, I don't understand government, <laughs> why would they lose power by voting on this? Well, first of all, they are paid by the NRA. Sure. Since, that sen- is true. Yes. Yeah, uh, Fuck the, you, Charleston Heston. S- since this happened, the numbers have come out about whatever, because- because they're public figures, all of their, let's be honest, bribes are public information. And all these people, including the people that- You think uh, all bribes are public information? Or do you think there's a lot? No, no, no. I'm just saying when there's corporation to corporation, a lot of this stuff is public. Now, of course, there's back dealings and all that stuff, of course. It's like all the money in college football. And they're like, finally, these guys (laughs) can get paid. Of course. Right. I mean, I can't even imagine the shady shit that's actually going on. But you can, they have acclaimed- Mitch McConnell, just picking the name that Steve Kerr brought up. 
He was paid, if I rem- uh, read it correctly, $1.2 million by this corporation. Who do you think he's going to go to bat for? He Absolutely. doesn't He doesn't work for us. He, he works, works for, for the, the people paying him. For the lobbyists. And that right there, when my Venezuelan girlfriend who comes from a war-torn country says, how could you not trust your government? What, you have everything that you could possibly want here. And I would take this over anything else. I live here. I love this country. Mm-hmm. These people at the top do not seem, seem to have our best interest at heart. They seem to have their best interest at heart, Mm -hmm. which is a very human problem in this day and age. So I will move on to my next point. Mm -hmm. What is going, you almost chronicled it with what you were saying about Columbine. It seemed to me like this new uh, millennial world had kicked in this sadness that young people seem to feel this depression, this general angst mm-hmm. uh, that feels to me where that turned. And all of a sudden now we it's sparking these people who uh, are expressing themselves in this diabolical way that have this feeling inside of them here in America. I, I don't know how you could answer this, but why do you think that is? Well, I think that the way that it is presenting itself is very American, but in terms of young men feeling pressure and doing horrific things, that is not American. Of course if you not. if you go over to China, they have a very very big problem since they did the whole one child per family law that they sure. have since revoked. The number of men compared to women is so unbelievably skewed, meaning so much more men than women, they are killing themselves at such a rate. But because there are no guns over there, they don't have that outlet. So it is all based on culture. You can't have a gun in, in China? No, I mean, oh. I, I mean, I, I, no. With the CCP in control, sure. No. But same thing with with London, and same thing for with, sure in a lot of different places. But in London, and I don't know the 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 laws specifically, but in sure. London, I think you can apply for one. I think in China, no, I, don't I don't think, think so. I don't think even the cops have have guns. Interesting. In, yeah, I mean, we can review, England. but but still, even then, you don't see that. They have stabbings in England. You don't see anybody walking into an elementary school and cutting kids' sure. uh, heads off. It just you don't see that. Oh well, and then this will be my last point and then we'll get out of here on a on a sad sad note for a break well we're gonna do some fun stuff after this are we tyler i hope so um I'm sad. Uh, no but this is something that needs to be talked about oh, agreed here is my thought on this okay we've talked on this show many times about second generation businesses and then third generation businesses mm-hmm. at a incredible clip they fall apart based upon what tyler what what stops like, I think we looked it up for the show. Third generation businesses have like a 3% success rate. Yeah, something like Why? that. Why is that? Uh, people want to do their own thing. People aren't interested in getting into the family business. Okay. They want to they wanna go out and explore and do their own thing. Or I think a big problem was, and we saw it in our family, was when our parents grew up, they didn't have a whole lot like so many other people. And when they had kids of their own, they wanted to give us everything they never had. And they spoiled the shit out of our generation. So there's a lot of people, and we are growing out of that as we speak. Are we? Who just don't want to work. Yep. Yeah, I like to think that we're growing out of it. And let's not even make it that fine of a point. Yeah, you're you're right. The idea is that you grew up in in a different set of circumstances. A lot of our parents were immigrants and had that immigrant mentality. Mm. And then you grow up in a more comfortable place, filled with more. You don't have a lot of wants, and it changes the way that you think. 
Is it possible that as a country, we're seeing some of that? The way that there was a rise and fall of Rome and a rise and fall of Greece. China has never fell, but they're kind of doing their own thing over there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm wondering if we are a victim of our own success. I don't want to make excuses for anybody, but it obviously changes the psychology yeah. when you've grown up with everything you want and you still feel disenfranchised. Is there a more disenfranchised group than old white men? Yeah, I mean, somebody, something needs to be done. We're praying for you, old whiteies. <laughs> so uh, the fact of the matter is, I wonder if there is an element of that. We are now on our third or fourth generation business of being a country. Yeah. And, and we're disillusioned and we're angry. Yeah. And we are, uh, there is a part of me that thinks that we're watching. England, the, save us. The, that we're, I, I, there is a part of me that genuinely believes that we are watching the fall of Rome. We're watching it all crumble around us. And you sound like a communist. Everybody is getting theirs. Everybody is reaching in and trying to grab as much as possible. And we are watching the crumbling of a foundation. And isn't that what hell is to some degree, like everybody seeking out their own fleshly pleasures and we're becoming less of a society and more of me, me, me. The top goes to the top, the bottom goes to the bottom and we're angry about it. And we're going to show you by shooting up an elementary school. Yeah, can we just go back? Whatever happened to Eat the Rich? Can we all just agree like the purge? We cannibalize one day a year and it's always if you make over a certain amount of money. Okay. And the billionaires, I bet, taste the best. Ah, we're kicking these Bill Gates down and we're going for it. Nah, he looks bad. You think so? Yeah, no, nah, he's, he's a, little, old. a little stringy. Yeah, a little yeah. stringy. I'd go, I'd go Bezos. Really? Yeah, Bezos. Nah, too much muscle. Yeah, probably. Too, he's probably gamey. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll take Warren Buffett. It looks like somebody's already started chewing for me. Let's stop this talk. Uh, my heart goes Please. out to just us as a country, us as a species. Man, I hope we could figure some of this out before it's too late. Hopefully it's not. We, we could be seeing the correction, though, because, you know, the pendulum's got a swing. We're seeing it all the way over here. Hopefully it swings back. Um, let's go talk. Up. I, I don't know how to get out of this. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take a break. All right. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. There are 
people that are still on the fringes of society. We can still make fun of fat people. We can still make fun of bald people. We can still make fun of people who blow their extremities off of fireworks. We need, it needs to be equality for everyone. Can you make fun of that Absolutely. last group? Make fun of people who blow their extremities off with fireworks? There was a, a, a football player who very recently blew off like four of his fingers and we all had our laughs at, at Jean-Pierre Paul. Did we have a laugh? Absolutely. I thought it was horrific and it, and it was a, a, a terrible invasion of privacy because well, his medical records were put out there for the world to see. If you don't want your privacy to be invaded, then be a little bit more responsible on Freedom Day, Tyler. <laughs> Wait. Oh, wait, I, I'm now arguing. That sounds like an infringement of freedom. I, I'm arguing on the other side that I started off on. I told you I'm keeping you on track. Full okay? circle, baby. I, okay, I could do this. Necrophilia of victimless crime, Tyler. Now. Those guys you That's disgusting. Is that? It's a power crunch bar, Tyler. It's a. Uh, Wafer protein bar. Yeah, sounds disgusting. That's all right. All right. That's a douche of the week. All right, my daughter from another father. You're not going to get that off the ground. In this segment, it's the Hindenburg of sayings. In this segment... We uh we call somebody out for being a douche, Tyler. We do. Yeah. And uh I think it, I think we're ready. I think we're ready to do it. Do you, do you want me to go first? Um Should I go first? Why don't you go first this time? All right. I'll go first this time. Hmm. Ryan, for this week's douche of the week, like I said in the beginning of the show, this is fucking personal. The guy who takes a bite out of a slice of pizza and then puts said half-eaten slice back into the box. I totally Ryan, forgot about this. Defend yourself. I'm unprepared. Well, listen, if you put it that way, if you say Ryan took a bite out of pizza, put the pizza back in the box and mm -hmm. then left it that way, it makes me sound like a monster. Sure. How would you frame it? What I would say was you left the pizza out overnight on the counter, which I had never seen before. Who doesn't leave their pizza out? What? That's why they call it cold pizza, because you put it in the fridge. No, leftover pizza. Nobody cold pizza is okay, but it's room temperature pizza is where it's at. You're not worried about bacteria in animals and all that stuff getting into your pizza? In animals? Bambi? Are there bats flying in and munching on my pizza while I sleep at night? I, I, I would be interested to know how many people out there, when they're done with their pizza, leave it on the countertop. I, I think the, I've never heard of that in my whole life, Tyler. Well, but you also are a crazy person who sure. likes things done his way. Sure. And if you've ever taken in that information before, I imagine you would just let it go immediately after. Because well, those people are weird. And I'm the douche here. I'm the douche. I thought you were throwing Whoa, the pizza. Whoa, I didn't say any names. Whoa. I thought you were throwing the pizza away. So I took a bite of it. And uh, apparently I was wrong. Well, I had so. to throw my pizza away after that. That's a total lie. I ate all of it. Hell yeah, you ate it. I noticed. But nonetheless, <laughs> I'll be the douche. Guy who takes a bite out of a slice of pizza and then puts that half-eaten slice back into the box, a.k.a. Ryan. I you are my douche of the week. I'm the douche. All right, Tyler. Very good. Very good. I deserve that. Yeah. There's bad pizza. You get light sauce, extra cheese. Tastes like shit. My douche of the week, and I hate to give people too much of a peek behind the curtain here, but whenever I do douche of the week, the joke, generally speaking, is I'm the douche. That's I say that another person is the douche of the week 
because I'm being selfish. That's, well, by you saying that they're the douche, it in turn makes you right, the douche. Right, I'm, I'm calling somebody out for doing something totally normal and I'm being a bitch about it. That's yeah. the whole joke, okay? Yep, yep, yep. This week, I am not doing that. I'm oh. genuinely calling someone out for being a douche of the week that is actually a douche. Oh, I, 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 I'm being serious. I'm excited. Okay. Is it me? Little kids, Tyler. Ah. Little kids. Is it me? And here's why. <laughs> Little kids, why do adults go to theme parks? Generally speaking, I'm not talking about those adult Disney people. You're fucking weird. Yeah, they are weird. You're you're my douche of the week, but I'm not going to waste this on you because I don't like to do that. Yeah. Um, it depends. If they go to like Disney World, then they're, they're those weirdos that we're talking about. But there's nothing wrong with a with an adult a group of adults going to like a Bush Gardens sure. or something like that and rocking out on those roller coasters. And that's fine. But generally speaking, adults go to theme parks for their little kids. The little kids want to be up early. They want to be at that theme park. Sure. They're not spending any of the fucking money, mm -hmm. so they don't have any idea about how big of a deal this is. And little kids are what pushes you to be at said theme park. Like I said, I was at a theme park. I can't tell if you could tell. Mm -hmm. These same kids at two in the afternoon being pushed around in their strollers Conked out as a mother flipper. Mm -hmm. They're sleeping. The adults that they made go there are walking around like zombies sweating out of their eyeballs. Little kids, you are so spoiled. This is what's wrong with the world nowadays. Little kids, you are my douche of the week. And not just in theme parks, little kids, like get over it. You yourself. really had me because I thought you were gonna I thought you were really gonna bring a, a real douche of the week. I thought you were gonna do this seriously. I'm being dead serious about that. What part of that do you think is me doing shtick? How can you blame the children when it was the parents' decision to have said children? The children didn't have a say in that. Who the hell decides on having kids? <laughs> Literally nobody, Tyler. It's definitely not the kids' decision. That's all. That's a movie situation. No, the little kids want you to be there early. Let's go. Let's get pumped full of sugar. Two o'clock. You're sleeping. I should be sleeping. I should be sleeping in a stroller, and you should be pushing me around. F you, RJ. It would. It's hot as shit, bro. He can't be in a stroller. His legs would would bend backwards. He's bigger than me. I should be in that stroller. All right, Tyler, what else you got for me, man? What, what, your choice, Tyler. Dealer's choice. Tell me what you want to go with. I just have one final thing and then I'm done. Okay. Big oof, Ryan. I didn't hear it. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. I don't like that. Big oof, Ryan. Big oof to Nancy Crampton Brophy, Ryan, who is currently on try. Nancy Crampton Brophy? No, nah, unfamiliar. The author of How to Kill Your Husband and Get Away With It? What do you think she's on trial for, Ryan? I have that audiobook waiting for me. I just haven't gotten into it yet. <laughs> and I can guarantee you it's not tax evasion. Okay. <laughs> did she kill her husband, Tyler? <laughs> she did. What are you doing? She just was found guilty recently of murdering her husband. You know, it's almost like that OJ book, If I Had Done That's It. That's exactly Kind it. of a situation. But and, she, uh, she, she got it flipped. You're supposed to write the book first. So wait, give me the details of this. She killed her husband and then wrote a book? No, no. In 2011, she is a an amateur author. I don't know how famous she is. And she wrote an essay for, I believe it was a newspaper. And it was titled, How to Kill Your Husband and Get Away With It. At least she didn't use his name. <laughs> how to Kill Your Husband Steve While He's at Work. <laughs> and he was a, a culinary expert. While he was at work, which was, I believe he worked at a culinary school, mm -hmm. she drove over there and shot him to death. Now, she was a romantic uh, novelist. So she dealt with, she even spoke that many, many uh, 
many interviews with her where she's like, oh yeah, I think about murder and death all the time, how you can get away with it. It just, as a novelist- But wait a minute, you say as a romantic novelist, what, uh, 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 where no- Fabio is carrying you out of the ocean <laughs> with bare chested, where does the murder come It's in? a novella where it's romance, but then there's a, a murder and then- Maria. And- <laughs> <laughs> Por qué, Maria? Por qué, Maria? <laughs> so, so she she gives all these interviews and everything. And the one thing is, she's an older woman. The one thing that got her technology, Ryan. What was technology. it? Was, was it the phone? It was the cameras. She apparently doesn't realize there's cameras everywhere. What happened? She know? went to uh, she went to where he was working, uh-huh. shot him to death, uh-huh. and. They caught her on camera, yeah. uh, not doing it, but in her car, sure. driving away from Leaving, the scene. coming in. And that's the thing, dude. I do don't kill, but when you do, mm-hmm. there are there are cameras everywhere. There is, like we talked about with the school shootings and stuff, the serial killers have seen a, a dramatic fall mm-hmm. and the spree killers have seen a dramatic rise because you can't get away with this stuff anymore, man. Not, not that you should. No, I was going to make a joke, but then because in light of everything, I'm just going to it is go We're, ahead push on. Yeah, and good, hey, good for you. Thank look, you, look buddy. At us, look at us get. Thank bigger. you, buddy. Uh, yeah. So, so you, lady, lady, you, you, we look to your work to see what kind of person you are. The much like I say all the time, if you are a pastor sure. yelling in front of your congregation about how evil gay people are, sure. you're gay, yes. dude. So, or, or if you go into a Spanish restaurant, and there's no Spanish people eating there. Get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? It, what? Well, I'm just saying, if this lady writes a book about killing her husband, then gets popped for killing her husband, that's not the right restaurant to eat at, man. Well, I was going to say, maybe that, yeah, if you're getting caught, then you don't know what you're talking about. That's what about. I'm saying. And they couldn't find the, she actually planned the perfect crime. She, they couldn't find the murder weapon. They Just the damn technology that she's not familiar and with. And the book. <laughs> Which is now available in e-reader and all of your, everywhere you get books, by the way. That's true. So, once again, to Nancy Crampton Brophy. Big ol' oof. Boy, that is is so smooth how you do that, Tyler. Mm, Thank you. I mean, you you play that thing like an instrument. I even have it on here. Common sounds on my little notepad here where I could play different sounds. I have yet to learn where all the sounds are. Ah, How weird. Yeah. We got to get our IT guy in here and explain it. Um... That's great, Tyler. That's and that's a that's a terrible job. And sometimes being married can can you know push you to kill, you know. And that's unfortunate. You know what else can push you to kill? And you're right. Maybe now now is not the right time to. Be yeah, and it's weird. The the wedding or the the marriage pushes you to kill. How about sure. the fact that you're a fucking murderer? Familiarity breeds contempt, Tyler. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. Hey, go on a weekend trip with somebody you don't know that well, and you're like, I'll, I'll joke you while you're sleeping. <laughs> I'll do it. You know what else? I went on a trip, as I talked about many times on the uh-huh. show with my son. You know what phase he's in right now? Mm. And I know we, we're going way long, so we got to move forward. Sure. I could touch that. I could jump and uh, touch that. Yeah. Do, do you know? That's a necessary part of someone's life. What is what is the deal with, we're talking a lot about uh, American male youths. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with I could touch it? Uh, it's showing how strong you are. It's another individuality. We're like, look how big I am. Look sure. how strong I am. Look I'm how growing. much I could eat. I'm growing into my body. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And by the way, I could jump way higher than he can. For he now. Can, uh, <laughs> Until know. your knees give out. I'm, I'm streamlined, Tyler. I'm streamlined. All right. So uh, we've done Week in Review already, but I guess we got to do it again because our show was erased. Am I right about this? That is completely true. Let's do Week in Review. Do it quick. I still haven't. still haven't changed. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, no, that, you're not. That's a deeply disturbing sound. Yeah, and you just yeah. and you have a big old smile on. Could your drive face. me to kill, Tyler. Sure. All right, what do you got this week? 
Ryan, last week, you claimed that the Facts app, aka your new god, told you that the average lifespan of an MLB baseball is seven pitches. Was your god correct? Oh, yeah. Keep praising and sacrificing for your deity, Ryan. Two times a day, I get down on my knees and point <laughs> towards the Facts app, no matter where I am. It's always north. Always <laughs> in a crosswalk. I don't know why. It's weird. Well, uh, it is 100% true. This is directly from Forbes magazine. A, ma- a Major League Baseball baseball only lasts, on average, seven pitches, not because it can't withstand the play, but because the moment a baseball is struck by a bat or even hits the dirt, a new one is used on the very next play. Seems wasteful. It does it? seem a little wasteful. Seems a little wasteful. It even says here that there are on average 90 to 120 baseballs used per game. I don't know. What, and what are we? Oh, and you told me that it goes they get to. Hand me they go to the AAA. They go to hand it down well, to the lesser group. I, I, you know what? We really don't care how this game goes. So go ahead and use this. And they're like, but this is a tennis ball. Just fucking use it. As AAA, I'd be handed this. I'll be like, you know what? I'll get my own. I'm good. Thank you. There's a dicks right up the street. Uh, Ryan, your turn. Uh, last week, Tyler, I accused Miami of being riddled with STDs. You did. Did this article say I was wrong? It did. Oh, yeah. It certainly did. Now, in the way that they kind of formulated this based on cities, um, took into account the number of reported cases of HIV, chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. And I made the observation that if we brought herpes into the situation, maybe it would change things around. But Yeah, but let's only talk about the diseases we don't want. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. You're, I think you're thinking of Pokemon, Tyler. <laughs> Uh, Fort Lauderdale is the lone South Florida city to make the rankings, which is on the outside of Miami. Uh And it was in a distant 99th. Um, We got to up those numbers. But remember last week, I gave you the top three cities of STD infected peoples. And our heart is with you, but not our genitals. Mm -hmm. Do you want to hear these cities, Tyler? Please. Number three, Philadelphia. You perverts. The city of brotherly love, apparently without a brotherly glove, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) And we all know not to do that. Jackson. Do we? Mississippi? What's MS? (laughs) Something else. Oh, (laughs) you mean the state. Oh, yes, that is Mississippi. I got Jackson multiple sclerosis, (laughs) which is the deadliest version. Sorry to all those people out there with multiple sclerosis. And people in Mississippi. Yes, (laughs) even more so. Even more so, Tyler. And finally, Baltimore. Ugh. Which is a, a dirty city. And incredibly violent city. So yeah, Baltimore, get that shit together, I'm man. I'm sure the STDs probably play into that, right? And some of these STDs attack your brain. I'm angry. I got syphilis. Bah, 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 bah. I've got <laughs> holes in my brain and scrotum. One thing has nothing to do with the other. No. No. Separate set of no. circumstances. Ryan, are you done with your gross ass weekend review? Yes. Ryan, last week we mentioned in passing that Costa Rica is currently under siege as we speak. Do things look good for this peaceful country? That is not correct. That's a juicy one. Uh, uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I did this, as you said, last week, and I even checked leading into the show. Nothing has changed. No updates. Costa Rica is currently under siege, and not even an army, which they don't have, sure. could help them with this one. Cyber army. Not a thing, uh, Ryan. All right. Well, business opportunity. <laughs> And another huge sign that the world is changing rapidly, Costa Rica has declared a state of emergency 
and President Rodrigo Chavez, who just started the job now less than three weeks ago, Ouch. has been stressing just how bad the situation is. And for those of you who do not know, a ransomware hacker group named Conti, which is believed to be operating out of Russia, has claimed responsibility and says that they will not give access back to Costa Rican systems unless they are paid $20 million. So government employees can't be paid. Yeah, the, you told me that. the government just cannot run uh, appropriately and they are um, not doing so great. That really sucks because that's my favorite place in the whole entire world. And my my heart goes out to them because that's a beautiful place with beautiful people. No, it, it, no, no joke involved. No, no. I genuinely mean that. I love Costa Rica. And, and just for anybody who doesn't know... Um, uh, ransomware is when you- I was going to ask that. Yeah, get access to uh, systems, whether it be a company or in this case, a fucking country. And you Which is kind of a company. You, yeah, it's true. Hold it, uh, hold it hostage and say, we will not give you back access to your systems. Uh, we've changed all the passwords. You give us $20 million. We give you the passwords to your systems. What the hell did we make our password password? That was just- <laughs> So dumb. I, I just That's crazy. It's the same password I have on my luggage. Uh, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four people get that joke out there. Yeah. All yep. right, Tyler. Last week, which was really two weeks ago, we discussed Forrest Gump 2 and how it was mm. immediately shut down. Yeah. Did I completely ignore it and not look it up? That is not correct. I just wanted to make it symmetrical between mm. the yeses and nos. Mm -hmm. Bubba Gump 2, which was called uh, uh, Bubba, it was called Gump and Company. It was okay. Kind of some shit like that. Um, Glad you wrote that down. <laughs> I, I'm not good at this, Tyler. <laughs> it's about the Bubba Gump shrimp company going bust. Uh -huh. Him going from being a millionaire, if you remember that movie, Tyler. I do. I do. He sat on a lot of benches. A lot of benches. Talking to strangers. So much chocolate. You don't yeah. eat chocolate from strangers, Forrest. <laughs> and uh, in, in Bubba Gump, in Forrest Gump 2, he's forced to be sweeping the floors at a strip club, which I assume requires a lot of sawdust and uh, you're picking up some, some, some solids. And what happens is he gets lured back into playing championship foot, football again, which then puts him in the middle of all sorts of historic Things that happened in the 80s and the 90s. Championship football as he's aged, you couldn't go back to playing ping pong, a far more appropriate sport for an aging man. Tyler, have you ever seen Necessary Roughness? This is the way it goes for a pimp. Now, uh, no, then, I've never seen that. The script in real life, the script for Forrest Gump 2 was finished on September 10th, 2001. Missed it by that much. I, no, they didn't. And uh, the attacks, I'm sorry. And the attacks next day, famously on 9-11, made the screenwriter feel as if there were no meaning to that. And it just changed his perspective on life and such. It was never released. Okay. Well, it's been 21 years now, so uh, let's get it cracking. Let's get it going. Everybody is reaching out for new properties to make movies on. Let's go already. <laughs> and that's it for me, Tyler. You got anything else? I am done. That's a uh, week in review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great job, Tyler. You too, buddy. I really appreciate it. We got in here. We got it done. You gave me a stern talking to, which we will talk about later. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, tell the people how they can get in touch with us. Well, just go to thoseguysyouhate.com and uh, click on all the buttons. And please, for those of you who can hear the sound of my voice, be on the lookout in the next couple of months. I'm hoping to get, we're going to be doing some live shows, so I will be giving you some, uh, some more information on that as the information presents itself. I dig it, Tyler. Uh, what? is the moral of the story, Tyler. If you are going to kill your husband, do not write an article titled How to Kill Your Husband 
and get away with it. Just title it, How to Kill Your Husband. And get caught. And get caught. There you, go. Now, there you go. Now you're murkying the water. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. That's why we're daughters from another father's, Tyler. That's great. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Tyler, I'm going to hit you with a platitude that is pathetic and transparent and weak. Okay. And, oh. tr- and true. Okay. Trite. Yeah. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's painful, man. It's accrued throughout life. And most of the time when you're learning something is when things are at their worst. So be there for yourself. Be good to yourself. And uh, don't turn on yourself because you need you the most. Well, I think the only way that we can really grow is through pain. I don't think you can can grow through happiness. I, I've never tried it, but I've heard bad things. <laughs> Speaking of bad things on a totally different. Have you ever have you ever heard of the Ryan Reynolds movie Six underground or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I started it, couldn't finish it. It was so terrible. It's terrible. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I believe it was a Michael Bay movie. It was a Michael yeah, Bay movie. It was awful. And none of the pieces fit together. Mm. Michael Bay, I would like to, I mean, just, you're bad. Stop it. Yeah, just <laughs> knock it off. Stop releasing doves. And uh, wisdom is painful, much like sitting through that Michael Bay movie. Gotcha. I'm better now because I know to avoid all Michael Bay movies in the future. Mm. Wisdom is painful. Be there for yourself. You're growing. And Ryan Reynolds, we love you. I, I, it was just, I mean, what, how, how they get you into that? We are those guys you hate. Be kinder will kill you. Well, I love you, buddy. Well, that was just sad. And red circle. That was just, and, I think, and red flag. And I think it was healthy. It was a healthy conversation. Nah, and, and I think that that's what the show- Ryan's going through some shit, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, man. We had a mental health week this week. Uh, the whole country did. The whole world did. Well, well I just mean us. We For our first time ever, we took a show off and it, was, it wasn't it was even planned. But I think especially now, as you just alluded to, uh, everybody needs some time for their mental health. It took some perspective or it, it lended itself to some perspective. And we didn't really take the week off. We did record a show. Yeah. I just went out of town. And while I was out of town, what we had recorded was 
filled with static. Speaking of which, are we sure that this is not? Well, I have a little note right here. So we have a new uh, protocol in place where every time we pause three times a, a recording, every time we're going to check the sound. Why don't we just go ahead and do that right now and I, come I, right I, back I already in. did before you even sat down. So we're good there. And as soon as we're done with the pregame, postgame, Levitard show, I know you stole our shit. They're constantly listening to this. And, and then when Amina Hassan brought in the bell, did you hear that? Sure. I almost pooped my pants. Sure. I threw my slide whistle right in the trash, Tyler. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're just going to check it, and uh, and that's going to be our new protocol. And the world needs some mental health uh, time, right? I mean, it just it, it's, it really stands, uh, it, it's, it's so obvious that right now, uh, the world as a whole, as violence seems to be, I mean, we talked about this a million times, violence is actually trending down in a general sense. The world is safer than ever, but people... Mm -hmm. It's more prevalent and more, there's more of a spotlight shined on some of these horrific things that have happened recently. What's up with men? Serial killers, spree killers, shooting up schools. Guys, what is happening to us? Well, and and, and I actually, I, I know there's not a lot left, dare I say, meat on the bone with this, because what else can you say? But I do want to get into some of this school shooter stuff. You can be pro. Nobody, I don't think, has found that niche. I tried that with, with the cancer situation, and man, I, I received some serious blowback, Tyler. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but at least cancer was on your side. That pro-cancer foundation, it is dwindling <laughs> on the vine. I mean, nobody wants to sign up. Nobody wants it, and yet everybody has it. It's That's like so strange. I'm thinking we do a KKK thing. Everybody wears, you know, some sort of protective covering. <laughs> uh, do you mean body armor for when we get a shot at? And racist, and we'll all just be racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, we did take a week off. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, and, and what you said, we didn't uh, not record an episode, of course, last weekend. We just did not flat out record an episode. And then once that happened, once that chain, once the link had been cut, mm -hmm. I was like, let's take a week off. Yeah. Let's, let's relax. Yeah. I, I could use a little break, a little R&R, sure. &R, a little respite, Tyler. Mm -hmm. How'd that treat you? I don't remember. I was in drunken stupor the whole okay. time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. So, that's so pretty much the same as always. Yeah. You know what they say, drink and anxiety attack away. I think that what you're saying is true. And let me ask you, let's, let's, let's delve into the actual show. Okay. I want to know if I'm up against a red flag. I am as documented many times on the show. I am, would you say obsessive compulsive, Tyler? I would say you have obsessive compulsive tendencies, but but I don't think you would be diagnosed as obsessive I think compulsive. I'm only that one thing. I don't think that there, everything else is to, to distract you from what I actually am. And I have to touch it 16 times. That's exactly, or else the world will blow up. I don't know what else you want me to tell you. Monk was about me. Um, I am compulsive to, for sure. Yeah. And I like things in a certain way. I live on a schedule. My habits are anchors to me that really help me feel okay. There are certain tethers to our, our, um, our reality that we rely on on a, on a daily basis. Sure. And it doesn't even have to be something substantial like your kids or anything like that. For me, it's coffee in the morning. Me Absolutely. And, me and going that, getting that coffee in the morning. I had a day recently where I, I couldn't get it. I missed it. Just fucked up my whole day. Why couldn't you get it? Uh, I, there was something else. I, I think I had a sales meeting in the morning and sure. I just, I was running behind and I just, you got to sacrifice. Not me, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll be late. I'll lose the sale. For sure. <laughs> and, and just little things, weird things can put me off. You know what I mean? Exactly like that. I have my little morning ritual that I do. And when it doesn't, when I don't, you know, 
Follow it to the T. Sacrifice on the altar to Balal. You get blood everywhere. Yeah, sorry about that. You would think that you could get these chickens pre-bred, but it's just, it's not the same. It's all about habits, bro. It is is delicious. Um, I like things just the way that they are. I think most people are like that. Now- Creature of habit, I believe. Is is this a red flag? Okay, now when I- Yes. Yes, not, not this. I'm asking for a friend. Now, I put all of my Tupperware into the cabinet. Mm-hmm. I stack it up so everything matches up. The tabs on the lids are all together. Yeah. You lock them in. The Tupperware, the handles are all on the mm-hmm. same way. Mm-hmm. I understand, you know, it's not going to change your life if you don't put it that way. It's just the way I like it. Yeah. Now, Nicole, my girlfriend mm-hmm. of a long time, mm-hmm. what she does is when she stacks up the Tupperware, especially the lids, mm-hmm. not only does she not put it so that all of the tabs are in a row, she doesn't link them together. She stacks them on top of each other as if she's making a loose sandwich. I, I mean, you mean not? They, she doesn't allow them to click into they place. Don't click into place. Oh. If a strong breeze were to blow through our cabinets, uh, nary a top left. They'd be topless. And and, and again, hey, again, I, I know that I am too fixated on my own little habits. But that's 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 somebody with some severe mental problems. Am I right? Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, okay, good. Because good, we good, had good. To, we had to shut her down. Where the way she would tie up the bread is make a knot at the top of the bread. I want to get into bread. No. Why do I have to tear through the wrapper to get to it? Almost like she just takes a knife and stabs it to keep it closed <laughs> and hangs it from a wall. That's what I was thinking. Like a note from a sure, wall. Sure, <laughs> sure. And just the number one. Like this is going to happen again soon. What have you brought into this household, Ryan? Tyler, she grew up in a war torn country. Okay, I'm talking about. You, you didn't oh, grow up in a war-torn. I am. No, nah, I wasn't war-torn. Just I, war-inducing. I am living in a war-torn country right now, and I do agree with you. But I'm too afraid to say anything. Yeah. Like I don't. That's why I bring yeah. it up on the show. I, I I bury it here on the pregame. I'm I'm hoping she doesn't listen this deep into mm. it. You know what I mean? She just has somebody else listen to it. Yes. In case you slip up. KGB. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. I am ready for the show. If you are. Yes. <laughs> 